you, you don't need a partner to experience physical pleasure. There's a myriad of toys. If you're not comfortable with toys, there's manual stimulation. That's when you get to think about erotica. That's when you get to think about all those other ways that you can fill those gaps as a solo, but giving up on pleasure because you're not partnered is just not fair to your overall wellness to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would encourage the single, the solo to not look at it as I'm, I'm single. What am I going to do? But by no means, I mean, you're, you're absolutely still entitled to seek and obtain and have pleasure in the way that you, that you want it and that you deserve to have it. So, and there's lots of ways to do that. Welcome to Nourish with Michelle Fox, your guide to a vibrant life. If consistency has been a challenge for you and you occasionally forget self-care, you, my friend, are in the right place. Tune in for weekly inspiration to nourish your mind. I know your plate's full and I want to help you support a life and a body that you adore. Let's dig in. I have to share this story with you at the top of the hour because I have a feeling you, my friend, who are listening right now can relate. It was my 40th birthday party. That was about 10 years ago. And I remember that party was so much fun. I was surrounded with all of my favorite people. I remember my friends at the time found this beautiful spring fling gluten-free cake And I had some friends from my past show up and my new friends were there. And it sincerely was one of the most magical nights of my life. And then the very next morning, I woke up and physically, I felt like I got hit by a bus. And I know it was more than just the alcohol, because yes, I was drinking that night, I will admit But it wasn't that, like I wasn't hungover. It was something that I knew. I'm like, oh, this is what 40 feels like. And I remember talking to some of my friends about that. And they were like, yeah, welcome to the club. And it was like almost overnight, the hormones were like, bam. And so whether you've been with me for five minutes or for this entire journey, you know, I have been on a journey, mostly through nutrition, looking at how I can pick and choose the foods that heal my body and relax my hormones. And I know that I've gotten to a really good point. And now that I'm about to turn 51, I will tell you the shifts in my hormones are happening again. And the reason I bring that up is because one, you know me, I'm always going to keep it real with you and bring you along on this journey. And two, I want to talk specifically today about pleasure because back in you know in the 40s when I recently turned 40 I was very clear it was a shift in the hormones and different things started just feeling different in my body and now that I'm 50 yes that difference is still happening but it's also happening to my sex life right now which I'm like and again I, I, I'm a talker. So I talk to my friends and I know that I am not the only person. However, I know these conversations are happening in small groups and maybe one-on-one with my other girlfriends. And that is why I am so excited to have Amber Joy with us to bring out some of these questions, bring out some of these issues that perhaps I know I have questions around and about. And so I'm guessing perhaps you have some of these questions as well. 
And so let me just read Amber's bio to you, because when you hear her voice, I have no doubt you are going to immediately feel as safe as I do, because I'm telling you, whenever I run into this woman, whenever we meet, however we meet, I immediately feel like, ah, oh, she knows something that maybe I don't know, but I also also feel safe in her presence. And so Amber Joy Simon is a seasoned HR executive turned founder and CEO of Quiver. Oh my goodness, y'all. You got to check out her website, which of course we will link in the show notes, but head to Quiver now if you're able to. So yes, her bio, CEO of Quiver, brings a wealth of corporate experience to the realm of pleasure and intimacy education. Amber's personal journey ignited the vision for Quiver, an inclusive online community dedicated to reshaping the landscape of sexual wellness and education. Yes, please and amen. Drawing from her own experiences, she recognized the need for a discreet, flexible, and comprehensive platform for sexual education. That actually gives me a good point to pause right now before I finish reading her bio, which is Parents, if you are listening to this in the car, this might be a great time to put your earbuds in because as I said at the top, I feel very safe with Amber. So you never know where this conversation is going. And just to be safe, you might want to put those earbuds in because we're not holding back. So with that said, Quiver was born as a solution to fill the void. Beyond her entrepreneurial pursuits, Amber considers herself a pleasure advocate and is committed to revolutionizing how individuals perceive and engage with their sexual well-being. Her innovative approach, rooted in inclusivity and empowerment, is shaping the future of pleasure education. Amber Joy, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> hey, how are you, my friend? I am so good. And I feel so good about myself after that introduction. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. I am so sincere. Before we hit record, I'm like, I don't want to make too much small talk because <laughs> truly, I want to get to know you better. You and I have met through Sister yes. Biz and yes. we've talked at a few events and we see each other in some of these online circles, but you and I haven't really sat down and got to know each other. And so yeah, as I get to know you, I want to bring our community along because yes. I am telling you, I sincerely feel lit up every time I'm around your <laughs> presence. So thank you for that. Definitely. The feelings are mutual. I always tell everybody, I'm like, I wonder if Michelle knows how much I love her. <laughs> the feeling <laughs> is all the mutual. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to share a quiver with your audience. I'm excited to answer your questions and we can go on this journey because yeah, after 40, it, it, things change. <laughs> Doggy, change. <laughs> Wait till you get to your fifties. And... I'm here for it. <laughs> I say that with a sing-song voice because I'm being a little facetious. Because you know, I'm sure a little bit you know about me. Like, of course, I'm going to keep it positive. And there are way right. more positive things about being fifty. Right. But in this realm, with well, the hormones changing and <laughs> my sex life changing, like mm -hmm. I have a few questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so before we get into that, though. Uh -huh. Is it safe to assume that you're one of my playmates and you're willing to play a rapid fire game Let's with do me? it. That's okay. I love to play. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So first question. Let's All see. Right. I'm playing a little 
Russian roulette with these questions in front Ooh. of me. Okay. Let's see. And actually, I'm pausing a bit because I think we can have even more fun. Let's actually ask new questions <laughs> because we are talking about pleasure and because we yes. do have we do have the permission to have this we adult do. conversation. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna just go straight for it. Okay. Top or bottom? Ah. So here's my truth. My truth is I am an insomniac. <laughs> and it depends on if I have slept. So if I have slept, top, because I love the control. If I have not, bottom, just take care of me. <laughs> I want to relax through this. I want you to offer me just a little bit more pleasure tonight because I'm tired, but I want to be here and I want to do this. So yeah, <laughs> mm. that is my so, truth. <laughs> and that is such a well thought out answer. I am like, ooh, <laughs> yes, I, I can relate to everything you yeah. just said. Yes. I have tired positions and I have I'm with it positions. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's my so, truth. <laughs> I want to ask you in a moment mm -hmm. about your sexual journey. Well, yes. not I'm not going to get too that deep, but <laughs> your sexual journey as you've explored this business. How about that yes. in that framework? Yes, but absolutely. before we do that, because we are still in this rapid fire framework, uh -huh. I want to know, has there been anything that has surprised you about you mm -hmm. as you're building this business? Mm. Yes, that I am far more detailed than I ever thought that I could be. I always thought that I was a high level idealist and I could ideate all day. And now I realize that when I am in charge of this journey, you really do need to know every nook and cranny and inch of your business. But I'm also learning now to be able to take a little bit of a step back and say, don't don't dwell over here, just do, right? And, and move around and get things done and and watch growth. So I'm learning a lot about myself, but I would say more so that I am far more of a detail-oriented person than I ever gave myself credit for, or maybe that I recognized. Spend mm. a lot more time alone with myself these days. <laughs> mm. Yes, I think all the solopreneurs are raising our hands and saying, yeah, yes, we can relate to that. <laughs> like you're a little bit <laughs> more controlling than you thought you were. <laughs> Boy, this entrepreneurial journey is absolutely a spiritual journey I have found yes. in the past five years, yes. I will say. Indeed. All right. Last but not least. All right. I always ask the question about the kitchen, but for you to keep it fresh, <laughs> this is going to be a yes or no question. Super okay. simple. Have you ever had sex in the kitchen? Yes. Mm, and you win the game. That was a nice, crisp, <laughs> clean answer. <laughs> Beautiful. That was easy. <laughs> So I want to start off because when I met you, mm -hmm. I actually think it was through Instagram first before I got the system. Probably, probably, and yeah. I saw a lot about the pink cookie and I'm like, oh, that's a cute name. And then I checked uh -huh. out your page. I'm like, oh, it goes a little bit deeper. <laughs> and so will you share a little bit with yeah. us the journey from yes. pink cookie over to Quiver, which mm -hmm. as I mentioned, the Quiver website Oh my gosh. It, it's it, pretty hot to see. I'm like, I love it. And yes, please. Yes. Sometimes I go to it like, yes. Yes. We will absolutely yes. link it in the show notes. Indeed. So when I first started really quickly, my story is, yes, I was a human resources executive and 
during the pandemic days in like 2020 sometime, maybe it was 2019, I got this idea talking to girlfriends and was like, hey, how come we don't know anything about ourselves, our bodies, our sexual development? Mm-hmm. And I started digging into it and was like, you have a circle of amazing, bright, brilliant, highly successful women who in our late 30s, early 40s, we're just discovering that our vulva and our vagina were not the same thing, right? Mm. And I've had three children and it was like, wow, I've been using those two words interchangeably and come find out, I know nothing about my own body. And so I had this idea, I registered the pink cookie shop thinking, oh, that's super cute, the pink cookie, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah, so we get through the pandemic, but I just registered the name and all that good stuff, but never really did much to it with it. And it was always in the back of my head. And more and more, I got I got introduced to Makisha, um, and she was telling me about Sistabids, and I thought I can do this. And I was a VP at a credit union at the time, and I was like, I I think I can do this entrepreneur stuff. I, I can do this, Absolutely. right? I do hard things, you know. And fast forward, some things happened. And in November of 2022, I said, you know what? I can do hard things and I am going to build this business. And I'm going to give people like myself who I don't want to go sit in a classroom and talk about my orgasm or lack thereof. I just want to get the information discreetly, accurately. If I want to lean on a community, there's people there who are just like me who are like, hey, girl, what?" are you in perimenopause? And she's like, no, I'm beyond that. I'm in menopause. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I wanted a resource for for others, for everyone to be able to say, hey, I'm a little bit beyond that. I need more information on what's kink. Everybody's Mm -hmm. talking about kink. What is that? Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted was a resource. And so, and, and, and doing the work and putting together a solution, which ends up being quiver, I, I realized that the pink cookie shop was limiting and not the inclusive, it didn't give that inclusive inclusiveness that I wanted it to give. It just didn't match the end brand and the end brand ended up being Quiver. And here we are welcoming everyone of all spectrums of the rainbow, age groups. <laughs> if you want to increase your pleasure and intimacy life, we're here to educate you and give you that accurate information. So that is the journey of Quiver. So thanks for asking that, Michelle. It's it's a, it's a labor and journey of love. <laughs> mm, and it shows because I, I have a second screen over here. Yeah. My friends who are watching us on YouTube might see my attention over uh-huh. here. But yeah, as I just look through, even your photos are multicultural, multi-generational. Yes. Like yes. Yes. it just gives us, it, it evokes, that's the word, it's evocative. It, it evokes yeah. this feeling of, all are welcome to explore yeah. their pleasure. There yeah. you go. There you go. It's probably mm. one of the most elemental, fundamental rights that we have as humans, right? Is to experience pleasure, but to experience in a educated, consenting way. And we can't get there if, we're, if there's not a resource that we trust where we get that additional support that says, okay, now that I know what that means, how do I do that safely? That's what's important here. And so that's Mm. where QuiverCon came from. And everybody has the right to that, right? So um, everyone is welcome here. (laughs) Mm. And I feel that. And as I'm listening to you, I also feel like I'm channeling 
a few voices in our community who might be like, because I've heard this, I'm not yeah. this up, but who might be like, ah, those days are over. I'm too old for sex. No. That boat no. has passed. No. What, what would you say? And actually, I want to kind of break it up into three. So let's talk sure. to the woman who might be in her 40s and mm-hmm. she's single and she's mm-hmm. like, and sex, whatevs, like uh-huh. that's for other people. I don't have a partner. Uh-huh. I also want to do the category of me, a woman mm-hmm. in her fifties who is married and has mm-hmm. a gazillion responsibilities on my shoulders. And so mm-hmm. when it comes time to sex, it kind of, I will admit has come lower on the priority list. Mm-hmm. And so we Where do I that split my energy? Out. Yeah. Yes. And then I want to <laughs> talk to the woman over 60 who, whether she's married or single, she's like, those days are over. They're no good men. Mm-hmm. What do you mean pleasure? Like maybe she even, well, hopefully she's listening to this, but maybe she sees, you know, <laughs> the title of this podcast, she's yeah. like pleasure. Ugh, that's for the young people. Like mm-hmm. I want to talk to those three women. I don't know if you want to break that separately or Let's do it. Like, how, yeah. how do we reach these women to let them know that we all deserve pleasure? Absolutely. And, and that's why I don't dwell on sex education because pleasure can, can cover a myriad of things. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I don't want anyone to ever dismiss that you can find pleasure and absolutely fulfilling pleasure. We just happen to have an emphasis on physical intimacy, right? But you can find pleasure in a lot of things and you don't need a partner for that. So whether you're 40, single, married, partner, thinking about it on the fence, situationship, (laughs) you deserve pleasure. 50, 60, 70, 80, as long as you can, as long as you can feel good, as long as you have that ability, you deserve, regardless if you can't feel it or not, pleasure. And so what I will say there across the board that you are entitled and you're entitled to it in a safe and informed way. And I will consistently and always say that one of the things for myself that I can speak to very easily. And and a lot of the people who are Quiver members right now will tell you is they believed somewhere down the line for myself, once I started experiencing these good old fashioned perimenopause symptoms where I am with someone who matters a great deal to me, but I cannot explain why all of the sudden we're having plans to have this amazing romantic night. And all of a sudden I'm irritated, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. a switch. And I Mm -hmm. can't, it's like a surge of hormones. I don't feel sexy. I don't even want you to touch me (laughs) because right now I can't explain it, but I feel like I am on fire. Yes, (laughs) Electricity running through my body. And the last mm-hmm. thing I want to do is touch you. I still think you're amazing. I still love you or wherever you're at in your relationship, your situation, you have to navigate now, not only being able to experience the pleasure that you intend and want to have, but navigate that you've got somebody else in that situation with you, right? And really making sure that your partner is educated as well, which is another reason why we have Quiver, making sure that your partner has all the information to understand It isn't that she or he hates me. It's that this is where they're at physiologically. And the best thing I can do right now is support them through this. Let's think about alternatives that bring us both pleasure because maybe right now physical is not the answer. But if we work together, we've got these tools to do so. I'm educated, she's educated. And we can find a happy medium that will get us through this hump until 
we figure out what's going on with our hormones and our bodies, but we're not dismissing pleasure. It's still there, right? But we have to just meet pleasure where we're at sometimes. Um, and I'm so, so grateful you brought up the communication piece. Yes. I know when, so I started menopause maybe a little over three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember having no idea what was happening, just knowing yeah. that I felt gross. Like I different. was always sweating. Well, I wish yeah. I could say different and, and, yeah. and had more compassion with myself, but I'm just like, yeah. I just feel gross. Like I was bloated. I was sweating at night. I was sweating through my clothes during the day. Mm-hmm. And so I just did not feel attractive <laughs> to Steve. And, you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's a man. He's like, whatever, you're fine. Let's go. And I'm like, <laughs> you look the same. <laughs> like, And so I so appreciate that you're talking about the communication piece because we yes. did have a lot of talks and, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's over 40. So his body has been changing over the years changing as well. Too. And so we've been able mm-hmm. to talk about those things. And mm-hmm. one of the things I noticed on your website is you had a beautiful testimonial from a man saying that you, you had helped him have better mm-hmm. conversations so that he could please his wife. So can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about yeah. perhaps how you educate men as well to, to be yeah. there for us that are, are in heterosexual and don't Absolutely. want to put words in your mouth? Like how Life does that education happen. work? Life changes happen with male, female, no matter where you're at on the spectrum, it's, you're going to have a change of life in some aspect. And so when I am dealing with the cisgendered heterosexual male and they come to me and, and you have to think about it in terms of, first of all, kudos and congratulations for taking the step to even seek the, the assistance, right? To seek the coaching. And when they come, they're already fairly serious. So for you gentlemen who are still considering, understand it to really love your partner. And I'm just going to say this. And if you want to debate me later, we could do it. But to really love your partner is to exercise empathy. Right. Mm. And so when these gentlemen come to me, they say, hey, look, I I get that we're not 19, we're not 20, we're not even 30 anymore. Right. Her Mm. needs are different. She gave me your website and told me to sign up. Great. I'm glad to be here. Right. <laughs> is that how they usually like, find you? Is the sometimes girlfriend it or happens the that way, right? Yes. Like, it's time yes. to talk to Amber Joy. You're going to do this. Okay. <laughs> right. Makes sense. But if they do it, kudos. Right. So, you know, and I always say, hey, Great job. I'm glad you're here. So here's what we're going to do next. What do you want to get out of this, right? Because understanding that everyone deserves pleasure. So if you're just there to say, I just want to make her happy. Okay, but what about you too? Because we don't want to imbalance the scales and what's happening in your life. If she's having a change of life, I'm sure that's affecting you. So let's make sure that you're whole in this space and you have techniques and, and a plan, on how you're going to navigate and what your goals are in in terms of, hey, we're both going to get pleasure in in different aspects, right? And hopefully one day we'll get to a place where we're all aligned again and things go back to normal and I get to coach you on different fun things, right? So all that to say, I I think it is interesting and I love it when gentlemen come to me and say, I I just want to do what I can so that we don't lose this aspect Mm. because understanding our, our sexual wellness has such a huge impact on our overall wellness, right? And yes. um, you yes. made a really good point, or when you were asking your questions, your three questions earlier, uh, in terms of the single, I mean, we could talk about everything from you, you, you don't need a partner to experience physical pleasure. There's a myriad of toys. If you're not comfortable with toys, there's manual stimulation. That's when you get to think about erotica. That's when you get to think about 
all those other ways that you can fill those gaps as a solo, but giving up on pleasure because you're not partnered is just not fair to your overall wellness to yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would encourage the single, the solo to not look at it as I'm, I'm single. What am I going to do? But by no means, I mean, you're, you're absolutely still entitled to seek and obtain and have pleasure in the way that you, that you want it and that you deserve to have it. So, and there's lots of ways to do that. If there's people who are interested in different facets of kink, you can still have a, a kinky experience as a solo. So we can go and we can talk about all those things. Um, but I, I just want to highly encourage everyone to say that that is not the end of, you know, partnership is not the end of your pleasure journey by any means. Thank you for highlighting that. Yeah, we recently absolutely. had LaVon Briggs on the show uh-huh. and we were talking uh-huh. about self-esteem and how she counsels yeah. women, specifically women who have had sexual trauma in the past. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, you know, three things to help us to build our own self-esteem. Yeah. And she ended with masturbation. And mm-hmm. she was very clear that masturbation helps us get more in touch with ourselves and Fast. there's no shame and it's beautiful. And it's all about mm-hmm. the time that we get to be with ourselves. And ourselves. so I would love- And nobody knows you better than you. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I mean, I am, I am a sexual trauma survivor and I didn't even- I never even considered masturbation an option for me Mm -hmm. um, because there was no ownership in my body. So there was a lot of healing in that as well and saying, no, this is my body. I am allowed to touch it. I am allowed to give it pleasure and I'm allowed to receive pleasure from from it. So Mm -hmm. there's there's a great deal of release, (laughs) pun intended, I suppose. And (laughs) there's a great deal of release and healing in giving yourself permission to get to know yourself better. And then one day, should you add a partner to your life? How, how amazing is it that you get to teach this individual how to give you pleasure in the way that you, that you like it, that you want it, that you deserve it because you are so familiar with yourself. I, some of us have had to work backwards and say, wait, now I've done all these things. Do, do I even like any of this? Mm. <laughs> right. Yes. So, including even if you've been in a long-term partnership because Steve and I have been together a little over nine years and Uh the things we enjoyed nine years ago are very different than the things we enjoy today and Mm -hmm. so and they should things should evolve I always tell people you know when you're and if you're partnered um, you should body map and we could talk about that later but you should body map and exchange body maps and you should do it maybe once or twice a year because one day I might really be into one thing and the next day, if I'm having a lot of hot flashes, maybe I don't want a full body massage. Maybe I don't want that much heat, <laughs> additional heat on my body. If this is happening, things have changed, right? right, right. They should change. Maybe you've grown together as a part, as a partnership and said, you know, when we were younger, we weren't really exploratory, but now that we've been together nine, 10 years, we've, we've evolved. So now where we used to say, this is kind of vanilla maybe you're in bigger and better things. So things change, they evolve, tastes change, and you'd want to see growth together. So that's okay. That's a normal thing. And sometimes people stall and we get in a rut and it's the same routine over and over. And it's like, now we don't even know what to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like starting over again. (laughs) 
And you have a lot of beautiful tips on your website. So I want to talk about yeah. some steps for that. But first, I want to take a step back because mm-hmm. you use the word worthiness. And yes. I know in the work that I do with nutrition mm-hmm. and fitness, mm-hmm. my work has really shifted a lot more to the mindset because I could tell you all day long what to eat, what not to eat, what to put in your body for your body type, but you're not going to do anything that I suggest unless you're feeling worthy and valuable enough to spend that time with yourself and figuring out what works for you. And so I loved that I saw that in your work as well, the worthiness and how that plays into being in touch Mm -hmm. with our bodies. And so that was a statement, but then the question comes as I'm looking at your website, I got mm-hmm. to download my minimalist daily journal that you <laughs> created, which is so amazing. And so one of these journal prompts, I actually want mm-hmm. to ask you. And so to my friends and listeners, please go to Quiver, get your download as well. You're going to love this journal. But on day 12, it says, yes. write a love letter to yourself. Mm-hmm. acknowledging your unique attributes and worthiness of pleasure. Yes. And so with you, we're just going to assume, I know you are human, but we're just going to assume <laughs> that you are feeling the worthiest of worthy. Yes. Let me know, like, what is it something about you, Amber Joy, mm-hmm. sexually related or not, but what is yeah. the, the things that you appreciate about your uniqueness? Yes. You know, I, I think about, when I started giving myself permission to to just tell my story, to be authentic within myself, it was the single most freeing and there's that word release again. You know, it was just a relief. I, I had carried around so much weight from my past, which wasn't always positive, and I allowed it to consume me. And when you have that moment where you realize, well, why don't I deserve happiness, pleasure, indulgence in the things that bring me joy? Why don't I deserve that? And I just could not justify not deserving that pleasure, that I am fully worthy for this simple fact that God breathed breathed life into my body, right? And I'm going to live this life and I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to do my best to be a good person, but that's not at the detriment of my happiness, right? So your ugliness doesn't get to impose upon my peace. (laughs) Preach. Let's say that for the people on the back. Yes, yes, right. Your ugliness does not get to impact my peace. Yes, there Mm. you go. So, Mm. you know, I chose happiness. I chose to be worthy. And I do think that you can just choose to say, I am worthy Mm. of all the feel good. (laughs) I I am. So I I have felt that and I believe it. And I, and it is, I feel like it is my calling to tell other people, no, 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 no. Understand you deserve this Mm. for no other reason other than you just deserve it. (laughs) You deserve it. Why do we have to live an unnecessarily difficult life. Things happen. They will always happen. And trust me, I know I've had a heart attack. I've had a divorce. I've had, (laughs) I've lived through sexual trauma. I've had all of the things that should have finished me. 
right? Mm -hmm. But yet I still choose pleasure. I still choose worthiness and understanding it that if you're on a mental health journey where you're still trying to convince yourself that you are worthy, I'll tell you that you're worthy, but I will also tell you that you are worthy of the therapy to help you understand why you are worthy. So Mm -hmm. um, if you get nothing else from this moment, certainly. So I guess that would be my journal prompt. I'm going to go write that tonight. I'm going to some version of it. (laughs) Mm. I do like to re-go through that journal sometimes and rewrite as things have changed and evolved. (laughs) Well, and from the outside looking in and just hearing what you just said, I would say part of your uniqueness is that you see your humanness and yet you still raise your hand to say, I'm here to show the light Mm -hmm. and show the way to women to show them their worthiness and show them that they are allowed mm-hmm. to have pleasure in their life. That, that is, is right. very unique and very beautiful. That is right. mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I can vividly remember being married and, and, and we were young and we were naive. And so we were both not in a great space to be married people, but, or at least to each other. <laughs> sure, sure. But I, I, I also never really remember my sexual pleasure really mattering. I, I don't remember it. Meaning to you or to that partner? To, to my partner, okay. and, but mainly to myself, ah, right? I just don't, I, I always, my thought process was always, I wonder if this is good for him. I wonder if he is, my thought process never really involved me. And to come find out that I was not rare in that thought process and that like, I just didn't know that this could be fun for me too. This could be pleasurable, <laughs> right? Yeah. Thank you for and, highlighting that because mm-hmm. I do feel like a lot of voices are mm-hmm. coming up lately mm-hmm. sharing that I think as girls, we are raised to please the man and be there for our male mm-hmm. partners. And, and it's like, it's okay. You know, this is mm-hmm. my body. It's it's here for you. It's but... here for you. <laughs> no. Exactly. Well, I always, yeah. Well, I always say, and I mean this for everyone. Yeah. I would rather be somebody than just somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and there is a distinct difference. Mm-hmm. And if I am just somebody, then I am really treating myself like a nobody. Right. Mm. And so I, I I definitely, that was an awakening moment for me though. It was, oh, but Amber, it, it matters. You you do matter. You're supposed to enjoy this as well. You know, Absolutely. so mm. yeah. Yeah. Just hearing you say that it's, it's got my brain ticking. I've got two 16 year old daughters, yeah. uh, Steve's daughter, 16, my daughter, yeah. 16. Mm-hmm. And this is the time for sexual curiosity, I will Absolutely. say. And so there is this part of me that's been in hyper-focus like, Oh wait, did I tell them this? Did I tell them that? Like, do they know that their body's their own? And so we've been it's having <laughs> more conversations than, than they uh-huh. would like right now, just about, yeah. you know, making sure that they keep doing that in complete control of <laughs> yes. their bodies like it's not mm-hmm. about I'm saving myself or I'm protecting myself it's like no you deserve to have pleasure as well so let's and be informed yeah while you're having that pleasure please know that this is your choice it's not about him and his choice it's about I want you mm-hmm. 100%. consent consent yes. matters and here are the different layers of consent and here's what it means for you know partial consent and and that that's okay. And then you can stop at these certain places. So, I mean, these are great conversations to have and 
again, I, I say this and that I, I do know full grown adults who are still sketchy on what does consent mean? Mm-hmm. How far is too far? Well, as far as she or he says, no. Right. So we just, these are great conversations to have. And the earlier that you learn them, the earlier that you can experience and say, this was because I wanted this, I consented to this, and I know that this is going to bring me pleasure. And so giving the proper information based on age, and at 16, they're certainly old enough to know and understand because they're dealing with the functions of their bodies, (laughs) you know, (laughs) indeed. It just mm-hmm. like how when we hit 40, we're going, hmm. <laughs> like what is happening right now? What is going on? <laughs> what is this electric shock change that's happening? And, you know, becoming really intimate and friendly and close with lubricant and lube, you know, it's like, and telling yes. yourself because as women we're told, oh, if she's not, if she's dry, then she's not turned on. It's like, well, no, I just can't get there like that anymore. I'm 40. <laughs> yes. yes. Let's talk about Libra that. is your friend. Because <laughs> now that I am 50 mm-hmm. and a lot of my girlfriends are around my age, that mm-hmm. is the conversation is that mm-hmm. things are dry down there because yeah. of course our estrogen has lowered significantly for a lot of us. Some of mm-hmm. us, some of us have, you know, estrogen through the roof. We're all different. We're all different and understand that this can happen for a significant amount of us. (laughs) So help us Amber Joy. What what would you suggest? Like, is there a a right or wrong kind of lubricant? I was on your shop and I noticed you have a few (laughs) options there. So tell me, tell me what I do to to feel better down there. Yes, of course. So if you are just having penis and vagina sex, I would say water-based lubricant is always best, right? But that's depending on your degree of dryness. So once we're getting a little bit older, we want some sustainability. So a a silicone-based lubricant is great. That'll give you a little bit longer lasting, a little bit longer lasting experience. Silicone also for the shower. If you're in the shower, you don't want it to just rinse away. So yeah, silicone is great for that. Silicone-based is not great if you're using toys. Oh, so, same yes, because you don't want it to erode your, hopefully you're using a high quality toy. And so the silicone can eat away at the, the covering of your toys. And you don't want that. You want them to last and they're, they're not cheap, right? It's an investment in your pleasure. So yes. you don't want to ruin it with the type of lubricant that you're using, but just regular playing around, having fun, penis and vagina sex, put it in your purse, have it at all times. Water-based is always great. And you don't have to worry about allergies. Mm -hmm. If you're using condoms, you definitely want to have a water-based lubricant. Do not use oils. It will eat away at the condom. And no matter what anybody says, coconut oil is not going to get the job done and be careful using food, especially if you're having penis and vagina sex, because you don't want to cause infection. I will repeat that. Olive oil, I don't care how natural you think you are. (laughs) Don't use it coconut oil, don't use it. Don't use anything that you can cook with you guys. There's a reason why we've got specific lubricants, water-based, silicone-based. <laughs> yeah, but no, say more. Organic. Like, tell me what's, yes. what, why don't we want to use the olive oil and the coconut oil? Yeah, we don't want to use those because they, they could cause infections. So for example, oh. 
if it's in there for a while, it's just like anything else, it'll spoil it or go bad. You don't have any other way. I mean, you're, if you're still having a period, but if you're not still having a period, what are we doing to clean that out? And we definitely don't want to advocate for douching because it messes up the pH of our vagina. And that's a whole nother realm of issues. And so just to err on the side of safe to prevent bacterial growth, we want to make sure we're not using anything that we could potentially eat that could cause infection later and down the road. So yes, don't recommend That's it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, I don't mind sharing. I've, I've never tried that, yeah. but it's uh-huh. good to know. In but case some people it, do. But I, that I, well, yeah, because I'm thinking mm-hmm. like, it doesn't feel like a far reach from, you know, shea butter that I put on my skin or sometimes I put coconut oil in my hair. So I can imagine it would be easy for me to be like, oh, sure. It's natural. Why so I use coconut oil? I appreciate yeah. the warning that it will not happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there thank you. you. <laughs> there you go. Yep. And thank so, and, and as we get older again, you know, as we're a little bit drier, you guys, there's nothing. I remember having an intense conversation with a young fella. <laughs> that insisted that if a woman did not squirt or if she was not wet down there, that she wasn't turned on and she wasn't going to orgasm or she didn't Mm. orgasm. And I said, Oh gosh, no. So where do we start? (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're like, sit down, honey. Let's have a chat. Right. Right. Number one, not all women squirt. And that's not an indicator of maximum pleasure. And you can have an orgasm and not do that. (laughs) you could also be a woman who doesn't naturally produce a lot of lubricant. And that doesn't mean that you aren't turned on and you don't desire your partner. So I just want to dispel those myths and say, no, you're not drier because your partner no longer does it for you. And your partner is misinterpreting that it is because hormonally your body is saying not today. And that is why, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it is perfectly fine to purchase large containers of lubricant it is perfectly fine to have different types of lubricant, depending on the, what you're doing. Like I said, in the shower, you might want something different from what you're have. You're going to have just regular, we're in the bedroom, in the bed, having sex. So mm. all of those things are perfectly acceptable and to travel with. <laughs> mm. Yes. I have a funny story for people who know me in real life. You'll have to ask me, but Steve actually just teased me the other day because when we were first dating I put a little something in his suitcase because he was Uh traveling on a quick business trip (laughs) he got stopped at TSA and I have not lived that one down yet (laughs) that's that's what your little comment just made me think so he'll be laughing well we like Steve if you can stick around after that then (laughs) right the relationship is here after TSA Oh my goodness, Amber Joy. I just checked out the time we have gone over and I know that we could probably do even more. So one, can I have you back? Can can we schedule time? I know there's going to be questions. I'm going to be surveying our audience. We're going to be crowdsourcing some more questions. I know we are just the tip of the iceberg. We're just scratching the surface. Yes, yes. And so with that, I just want Mm -hmm. to make sure though, you do coaching, correct? Yes, we do. And you also have your shop where people can buy products. So we'll Uh link all of that. But Uh I know there is somebody listening to us right now that's like, I want more of Amber Joy. Like, where can we find you? Yes. So you can go to www.quiver, Q-U-I-V-R dot global. 
And that will give you all of your information about Quiver or Quiver membership because we are an online inclusive community focused on pleasure and intimacy education. And we offer on-demand learning courses, you guys. We've got coaches on the platform. We've got a supportive community, all the tools that allow you, put you in the driver's seat of your sexual wellness journey. So www.quiver.global will get you more Amber Joy and Quiver. Mm. Mm. And as we close, my favorite question I like to ask at the end is what is one thing you are going to do today to nourish yourself? Oh, that's a good one. That's easy. I'm going to leash out both of my dogs and we're going to walk to go get my daughter from school because that's my favorite thing to do. (laughs) It's feeling like a really good fall day today. So I'm going to Go enjoy the cool air. It's good quiet time. <laughs> Amber Joy, thank you for joining yes. us. This thank truly you. has expanded my mind and my heart <laughs> and my energy. So thank you. Thank you, Miss Michelle. <laughs> Part two coming up. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Nourish. Have you been driving, doing laundry, or walking around the neighborhood? Sweet. I've got show notes for you. Hop on over to michellefox.com forward slash podcast when you are ready. I will let you know that on the page, you will find resources to support what you've just learned on today's show. And then of course, you can grab some health supportive freebies as well. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would leave a review on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It will help me with my mission to build healthier communities one person at a time, and it will help you because you will be part of that mission. I'll be back next week, and I encourage you to keep showing up for yourself and know that you and your health matter. Big love.